The AIBP ASEAN B2B Growth Podcast is a series of fireside chats with business leaders in Southeast Asia focused on growth in the region. Topics discussed include business strategy, sales and marketing, enterprise technology, and innovation. Hello and welcome to this episode of the AIBP ASEAN B2B Growth Podcast, where we feature individuals that are driving the growth and innovation within the Southeast Asia B2B landscape. I'm very happy to have with us here, Mazyogi Wizgad, who you may know is the CEO of LinkAja, one of the largest payment ecosystems or e-wallets that is being used in Indonesia itself. Without further ado, maybe I can get Maz Yogi to give an introduction of himself and his role at Lingaja. Okay, thank you, Iwai. So, uh, my name is Yogi Rizkian Bar. Yeah, uh, I am now the CEO of Lingaja. And my former uh, assignment is actually the CEO of Telkom Gel, which is the Telkom subsidiaries in Timor Leste. And uh, in terms of what I'm doing in there is actually I did a turn around the company actually from negative to positive EBITDA. And I create the innovative uh, platform. Uh, in Timor Leste, we have uh, my Timor is actually right hiling in the first right hiling in Timor Leste. And also we have uh, my loja is like e-commerce platform like uh, Bukalapak and Tokopedia in um in Indonesia and also TPay or Telkom Telpay is e wallet. So we have a, a complete ecosystem platform ecosystem in Timor Leste. And doing that is actually doing the innovations. I managed successfully to have a positive EBITDA already and plus net income. So I come back and then now I'm also to be assigned in Link Aja. It's the same situations now. I'm driving the. Uh, yeah, of course, the driving the growth of the business and yeah, hopefully we have also a positive EBITDA. So because of all the startup majoring is, you know, uh, have uh, issues in that in, the, in in particular, that kind of particular, right? And Ling Aja is actually um, formed in uh, 2019. It's actually it's a synergy of 10 Indonesian state-owned enterprises. We have also Ling Aja Sharia because... Uh, Indonesia is the most uh, Muslim populations right in Southeast Asia. So we create also the first and the only one now, uh, Link Aja Sharia is a Sharia compliant e-wallet. So and when I onboard in June 2022, we are focusing on the we call it two side business models. One side, of course, the B two C sites. Yeah, B two C we go to the retail. And now, because we are focusing on driving profitability, we are focusing on the, how we create the fundamental of the business. Now we have a new pillar. We call it B2C, B2B, sorry. So we have two sides business model, B2C and B2B. So it's exact on your... Uh, the title uh, of our podcast. Title. And we, we hope that in this years, in 2023, uh, we believe that hopefully, yeah, we will become on the first e-wallet that have a positive EBITDA. So in your um, perspective that is just yet, you want to be the first e-wallet with positive EBITDA. Is that how you'll be looking to uh, differentiate Link Aja from the rest of the e-wallet players in Indonesia? Yes, exactly. So we know that 
the e-wallet ecosystem, it depends on their ecosystems, actually. So if you're talking about GoPay, because they have Go, Gojek and Tokopedia as their B2C uh, ecosystems, right? So all the transactions in like uh, Gojek and Tokopedia, of course, they are using GoPay, right? And uh, not only that, if you see the Grab, also they have OFO as their e-wallet. So uh, the OFO also is uh, depend on their ecosystem. They have a Grab ecosystem. And lucky for Lin Aja is actually uh, sorry, Grab and go to is our shareholders. Ah, so if you go to Jakarta, and then you want to buy something in Tokopedia or uh, in Gojek, they can use Ling Aja. Uh, vice versa, if you use Grab, you can use also Ling Aja. So lucky me, actually, we have uh, Decacon as uh, our shareholders, right? Yes, but yeah. they, they have only the B2Z ecosystems, is actually. Right, mm-hmm. so Ling Aja can tap in their ecosystem, and uh, for the most is actually Ling Aja. They have also own our, we have our own ecosystems. Of course, a B two C you can buy Pulsa, you can buy Airtime, you can buy data packages. Our shareholders actually Telkomsel, and we are also a, be a modern channel, be a one of the dealer, big dealer in Telkomsel in terms of modern channels. So we also supply those things to actually the ecosystem, the adult ecosystem. But I think not only telecom sales. So we have other BOMN, other SOE, other state-of-owned enterprises that we can tap into. Two years ago, Link Aja uh, seems not focused on that area because they, we focus on the B2C sites. Now when I, inter- when I appointed as a CEO of Link Aja, I see this is a huge you know, this is a huge gem. <laughs> Actually, if we can tap the SOE ecosystem, and SOE ecosystem, of course, this is the biggest ecosystem in Indonesia because you know that all the uh, SOEs actually uh, be uh, the biggest uh, players, right? The biggest player. Telkomsel now have uh, like uh, 60 plus, maybe 60% of the market shares. It's very, very, very strong, number one, in terms of uh, mobile operators. Pertamina, the only one, of course. Himbara Bank is actually if BRI, BNI, and Mandiri join together, is actually maybe served around eighty percent of the customers. So this is the, the the ecosystem that huge. Then we have to tap in. So that's why the role model, the concept is actually the Ling Aja will not only maintain the B two C, but we are focusing on tapping the ecosystem or the SOE. And now we are working on it. That's why our revenue now is quite good. Hopefully, um, in this year, we are managed to have a positive evidence. This is a good news for us. The key of innovation is actually what is the pain point of the customers. So, so it's not only you do, uh, yeah, you do like, uh, you know, oh, we have to do this one. It's quite good for the media. We can know, but there is no impact for the customers. And these customers will give us the revenues, right? So basic innovation is actually focus on what is the how you solve your pain point customers. That I, I refer to telecom sales. That's why the DigiPost ecosystem, they are focusing on how we know exactly the, the, the reseller's uh, uh, performance, right? How they know who is the, their reseller, who is the, the one who gives the revenue to telecom sales. And understanding that what is the kind of the pain point of the resellers. So DigiPost ecosystem is also giving a lot of solutions for their uh, resellers. 
For instance, that in the post, we are not only selling pulsa or we are not selling data package or airtime. We are also selling like a, a digital product. For instance, in Indonesia, of course, we are using like prepaid token, PLN, electricity. We sell those kind of things also that it give the the revenue also for the resellers. So not only sell selling the airtime, but they are also give another revenue for the reseller. So this is kind of the, what is the pain point? What, how we can drive the revenue to reseller? And it will be go back to us, right? So this is kind of the, the importance. And when our employees, when our teams actually understand about this one, then we create something that it will be directly impact to our company, of course. So this is the focus that actually in terms of, we are not talking about how we can, uh, let's say, uh, create the numbers of uh, uh, yeah, money to, to, to have a capex for that. No, but still focus what kind of the solution that we can give to our customers that can solve the pain point. That's the focus, actually, because when we can focus on that, that it will be bring a revenue for us. That's one, one, one thing in terms of how we drive the innovation to create revenue due to how we solve the pain point of the customer. The second one, yes, of course, we are fo- still focusing on how we can reduce our cost. So when we talk about the measurement of innovation success, it's not so much about putting capital for R&D, but rather yes. going back to like the user-centric innovation, right? Um, yes. Making them partners of the company and seeing where are the areas they can drive innovation on their own. Yeah, Those are um, great points. Yeah, yeah, that's why, uh, of course, uh, as a management, that how we can give the way, uh, this is the key one also, how we can give the way, how we can support our team to create the innovations. Because sometimes innovation need to have uh, the way or the path to go on, right? And a lot of, of, of uh, 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 let's say, company doing that also. In my previous company at Telcoms, there is a lot of program that how we create the innovations and like that. Now we also embedded that that kind of the program to our employees. But the most important one, that's what I think the sense of belonging and how you solve the customers. Even when I have the complaint from our customers in I I have Instagram, I right, on Facebook, and then sometimes customers complain to us. And directly. This company, this voice of customer, I put in the BOD, meet, the BOD oh, meeting. Wow. So that yeah, because uh, the yeah, I, I talk to all the employees that hey, every customer matters because our revenue is coming from their spending, right? So they are all my boss. They are all our boss. <laughs> so giving that kind of uh, I mean the 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 the, the focus. So all the employees understand that every voice of the customers matters. Now we are trying a lot to solve the customers' uh, complaint and something like that. How we can reduce a lot of the complaints? Of course, in the uh, of course the e-wallet, there is a lot of uh, transactions there. Some things that there is an issue. Then how we can reduce it? That's that one number one. And the second one in terms of the innovation, how we can bring the convenience of the customers. They buy things. They they spending. They spending in our ecosystem without any hassle, something like that. So th- this is also one of the consideration that uh, innovation is the key. How we can make our customers safe. I'm taking a step back, we 
last spoke to you at our conference in Jakarta. And one of the things that you mentioned very strongly uh, advocating for financial inclusion. Um, when we talk about financial inclusion in Southeast Asia, another country that has a quite a complex archipelago setting is also the Philippines. And one of the things they have mentioned when we are looking at financial inclusion there, it's the link between connectivity and financial inclusion. In many of the tier two, tier three cities, maybe connectivity is not there. I thought you would be a great person to address this question because of your uh, background, right? Uh, when you first went to Timor-Leste, when you were trying to build up the ecosystem over there, how does that replicate in your role at Link Aja when we are trying to maybe uh, solve the problem of financial um, inclusion in Indonesia? Yeah, uh, I think, of course, the uh, financial uh, inclusive that we are talking about, we still need the infrastructures. This is the key one, right? Uh, in When we have a pandemic, COVID-19, people forced to use the digital ecosystems, right? Before they're using cash, they, they buy cash, right? And then after the pandemic, and then they still, they have to use the, the application, something like that. So in terms of a lot of uh, literations about that, I think, to the customers, to the people, to the all, all the, the stakeholders, right? And the key point is actually, yes, the infrastructures. I think the, the uh, what we call it, the challenge in Asian is actually, uh, we have a tier two and tier three cities, right? It's quite different from, let's say, of course, Singapore is a very small one, right? You know, Indonesia is, wow, 13,000 islands. So you can imagine that. And then uh, you need to cover all the uh, all the infrastructure there, right? It's not only talking about 2G, right? You have to have like 3G, 4G, or 5G, something like that. So it's challenging in terms of how uh, financial inclusive to drive in all the area of uh, Indonesia. And especially, of course, in uh, Asian, because it's, we are the same, we have the same cultures we have the same infrastructures i think now we are because now i'm i'm also uh, be a treasurer of aftec this is an uh, association of uh, fintech in indonesia now we spoke to the regulators also how we drive also the infrastructures in all area because this is the keyword right now and a lot of the government program to have a disbursement to all the, the 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 you know the pool something like that. So this is also need the infrastructure because if they don't have any infrastructure, they don't have any signal. So you can imagine how we can transfer it to the, the their account, the e-wallet account. So the the key one is now is uh, how we can manage the infrastructures. And we we already talked to the government and we have also talked to the our shareholders of Costelcoms. So a lot of uh, area that actually is not. Uh, let's say five four G yet, then now they, they they have a program to cover it. So th this is kind of a collaborative with the infrastructures uh, company, right? And the second one is the collaboration. I think ASEAN is quite good. I think it's quite well. Uh, you 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 know that I think last uh, last years is actually the all the bank centers have their own collaborations that we can use QR uh, cross border. So now uh, Indonesia can buy things. To Philippines, oh sorry, to Thailand, to Thailand using QR. So before we need to have, you know, you have to go to the money changers, right? You have to 
carrying cash and then if you go abroad then you you have to travel there and then you, you pay by cash no no i think it's open up right now so the the certain run of each area even yeah, the asian now talking each other and creating the ecosystem that if you have curious in your own then you can use it to i think this is drive also the financial inclusion not only in the indonesia yeah as but is all the asia uh, asia region so asian region so this is a good a good news for us and now i i believe that japan also want to come in so this is quite a good it's not only asians but now japan and also uh, saudi arabia so uae so this is kind of the good things that uh, everyone they have the uh, they have an hand handphone they have e wallet in their in their handphone then they can go abroad they can use it wow if we can do that you can imagine that there is no cash anymore so we go literally goes to the digital digital era already so i think that the path is quite good it's quite well i i believe that maybe in 3 or 4 years i believe asian all can connect it their bank central they are switching they can connect it and we can travel a lot wow can go to singapore buy some nasi lemak or whatever and then using a qr right wow that's a good thing. I think that's that's kind of the collaboration that we are doing. When you look at the traditional banks um, who are also stakeholders within Link Aja, how do you think each of the player can, can work together in driving the right financial ecosystem in Indonesia? Yeah, um, I think now um, the policy in banks, uh, Indonesia's bank central, right, it's, it's open right now. So before the bank don't have any curies, right? And now you wallet distribute with the curies. But now banks actually do their innovations also. They have their own application. They can have a curies. They can buy anything. So actually we have a like head to head, right? But again, uh, I believe that there is a, still a lot of collaborations because in Indonesia, you know the people, the the bank, the bank, the bankable people who have a bank account is only 30, 30 to 35 percent. So this is still small numbers, right? So that's why uh, uh, wallet is actually taking a part to cover the digital ecosystem. So because you don't have to bring your ID card, your a uh, lot of documents. Sometimes if you go to the bank. You create an account, but only on handset, right? And like on a handphone, you have a numbers. Then you can you can have like a top up. You can and this top is actually not going to the bank. You can top up anywhere. When we look at partnership amidst very strong competition, how do you craft out effective partnerships or collaboration um, programs that make sure that everyone's interests are are taken care of while also looking out for consumer benefit? Uh, um, I always talk about talking about the partnership is talking about, hey, you know, one plus one is talking about partnership is three, you know, one plus one is not two. So one plus one is three, meaning that everyone get their benefits. That's so extra to of, go around. Yes. If you partnering with others, you can do one plus one is two. Because the one plus one is or one plus one is one, or maybe only three months <laughs> and then finish, right? And then so even a lot of partnership concept is one plus one is two. 
but they don't have any uh, values on that actually yes we collaborate but not so we we see the the pro, the partnership that bring us uh, bring us more values that, that that's the keyword so for instance uh, i mentioned to you that hey we have the ecosystem of digipost so what kind of the partnership that we have in bank we give the lending right we give the productive loan hey First, you got the closed loop ecosystem. This is the keyword now of the lending. Lending, if you have an open loop ecosystem, there is a lot of uh, uh, abuse issues right now, right? You know, uh, online uh, lending, this, this BNPL, a lot of the BN, uh, uh, PNS -performing, going, wow, yeah. is going up, right? A lot of, because they don't have any closed loop ecosystem because they are open, they're lending something and then they, they don't want to give, give back, right? They go away. This is a lot of problem. But in our ecosystem, we have a closed loop. Why? Because the only bucket is actually using Lingaja. So we can force them for it. So if we want, they want to buy pulsa or they want to buy air, air, air packet, they have to put the, the, the money on the link aja. And we can have the de, uh, debit, right? We have a credit also every month that if you are, they, they have a lending for that. No. So this is kind of the one plus one is three, right? So first, they got the revenue from the lending. Wow. They got the, of course, the security of make sure that there is no abusing there is no a fraudsters, something like that in terms of lending. When we look at Indonesia, what are some of the perspectives that you feel you are very excited about for Indonesia? Yeah, Indonesia is a quite huge population, of course, yeah, 270 uh, million. So uh, this is a big, a huge market, actually. And we know that there is a lot of unbanking populations. So we have a lot of uh, potential growth there, actually. If we, again, focus on the customer needs, that, that, that's the key point right now. And so by doing so, we believe we can help to promote economic of growth and development by enabling people to save, invest, access credit, something like that, right? Of course, fintech players such as Lingaja can help provide access to those who may not have access to the traditional financial services for whatever reasons, of course, for it's simple, of course, wallet is simple, secure, convenient, and can be accessible by only having a smartphone that I already mentioned to you before, and internet connections, right? So now going to go, uh, going, I think this is the focus now, how we can penetrate uh, the, the, the digital inclusiveness, of course, the financial, right? Uh, and we're driving the, rate, the, the, the penetration rate of the smartphone and internet, and in ASEAN, it's quite huge. So that's why I believe in Indonesia, there is a strong potential growth, right? And then I think we have a lot of collaboration that I already mentioned to you before. Uh, we cannot do by our own, no? We will die, you know? We will die, we, we are doing by our own. Collaboration, partnership, synergy is the key one. The basic line is one plus one is three. So everyone I, get their benefit, everyone get their values. I think that's a good, a good, good story, right? Yeah. I like that. One plus one equals to three. Simple, effective messaging. If you could do a shout out to partners who may want to work with Link Aja, what is something that you need to take note of when um, looking at partnership with you? Any kind of partners oh, you're looking at? I, it's open. Any partnership, it's open because... 
I believe now, yeah, of course, the the world is disrupting, right? There's a lot of uh, disruptions models, right? And there is a lot of product that maybe there will be a future trend. So we are opening. If you uh, let's say have a product that very good and it will be a one of the product that in Indonesia market is quite uh, significant values, and you need like a payment system, a simple one, and you can if you go to the link aja ecosystem, then you can go to the SOE ecosystem. That's your keyword right now, right? If you want to go the it's, it's simple, right? Sometimes it's hard to go to the SOE ecosystem. Then you can use Link Aja to go to the ecosystem in the in the share uh, the state-owned enterprises, right? So I'm open to have any collaborations, uh, any potential partners. So because we are not shutting down our doors, no, we are open for any possibilities. The key message is that you are management already mentioned you. One plus one is three. <laughs> one plus one equals to three. So yes. to all our listeners out there, you've heard it directly from the CEO of Link Aja. If you are interested to access the state-owned enterprise ecosystem in Indonesia and you feel like you could offer a value proposition that is a one plus one equals to three, please feel free to reach out to Mas Yogi from Link Aja. Thank you very much, Mas Yogi, for your insights you. today. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. We hope you've enjoyed the episode. For more information about business growth in the ASEAN region, please visit our website www.iotbusiness-platform.com.